the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We are blessed to have you join us today. God gives us everything we need to meet the challenges and enjoy the victories in our earthly lives. He assures us that he will not allow us to be tempted above our ability to resist the temptation and that he will give us a way to escape it. Why then do we repeatedly lose the battle over temptation? Listen closely with Bible, pen and paper handy as Pastor Rander ministers to us on how we can win the battle over all kinds of temptations. I've never seen so much hate. Somebody treated you bad in your marriage. Somebody divorced you that you thought you would have a long marriage with. And, and you, know, you know when you hate a person? Let me tell you when you know you hate a person. It's when you see their picture. Oh, why are y'all laughing already? You don't want the picture around. You want to act like they're not even in your life. You just want to, you, you put the pictures everywhere, you know. I got pictures in my office of folk who have hurt me. I didn't take the picture down. I didn't even put the picture on the last shelf because that's my history. That's my story. And I ain't, excuse me, but I ain't gonna try to act like it didn't happen. I thank God for those he, who he put in my life even though that it, didn't, it did not work out. It's okay. I mean, to take stuff down to just wipe out every statue to wipe out this and wipe out that. It don't move the reality that it did happen. <laughs> it, it is what it is. It is what it is. I'm not going to take down all the pictures of folk that I don't like, didn't do me right, because I got peace. Look how quiet it got. You got I got peace. See, y'all take down everything. You don't have peace. You still, that image is still in your head. The picture's gone, but the image is still there. You growl. It's all in. He tempts you to be deceptive. To be deceptive, to deceive. He tempts you to lie, cheat, and steal. Those go together like cornbread and beans. He tempts you to lie. He tempts you to cheat. And he tempts you to steal. He tempts you to flirt inappropriately. That's right. Kind of say little things you, and see how far your words can go and how far over the edge you can go without getting in trouble. You're flirting. Flirting. Satan, Satan put the spirit of flirting on you. You know that's not your wife. Stop kidding yourself. You know that's not your husband. Flirting. Uh, Tips you to look at pornography. Whole lot of Christians looking at pornography. It's sad. It's not just children. It's adults. It's men. It's women. It's preachers. It's pastors. It's deacons. It's elders. 
It's the person that looks spiritual, the person that's well-dressed. Pornography is just a click away in your hand. Your, your, your child does not have to have a cell phone. Their friend in the classroom can say, look at this. Tempted to be sexually immoral. Starts in the mind. All kind of sexual seductive things that grieve the heart of God. Tempted to be superstitious. You don't walk under a letter. You don't want a black cat to walk across your path. Oh, it's Friday the 13th, girl. You better stay inside. <laughs> Who cares? My best day is on Friday the 13th. Come on, Friday the 13th. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. It's Friday the 13th. It's God's day. <laughs> superstitious about where, where in the Bible does it say be superstitious some of y'all tempted to gamble you gamble oh you tempted to gamble and you don't have to go to Vegas you don't have to go to Atlantic City you can do it right there on your phone you can do it on the internet and you gamble see old folk in lines at gas station gambling the young and trying to pick the right numbers especially when they get up in the, the mega numbers uh, to gamble, to gamble, gambling. We are not to walk by chance. God tells us to walk by what? Faith. Faith. And when you win, you win at the expense of another person's loss. While you laughing, they crying. It's the height of selfishness. Some of you, it tempts you to be stressed. And every time... Uh, you look around, you think about things that stress you. He tempts you to be stressed. He tempts you to be distracted, distracted. Even in church, Satan will distract you, He'll distract you. You have a little bug, a little worm. Cross, don't let, I'm so glad we, we, we kind of use pest control because a little bug come in here, it's over. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> Distraction. God, Satan can use any kind of thing to distract you, <laughs> distract you. <laughs> Uh, he tempts you to, to receive negativity, to receive it. People say, don't you, you know, you, you can't do that. You know, you're not capable of doing that. You, you've never done that before. What makes you think you can do that? They talk you out of even trying. You receive negativity. You're tempted to receive it. Uh, then sometimes you're tempted to be negative. You're tempted to go negative on your way home. You've already sinned against God by going negative. Some of you are sinned by being tempted to, to rationalize sin. You just say, well, you know, it's not that bad. And God, God, I'm gonna say, God's, God's going to forgive me. The worst thing you can do is play with the grace of God. Others of you have been tempted to abort your baby and have actually done it. And you think about it sometimes and you wonder what that child would have been by now, maybe 20 years later, and, um, and you interrupted that process. I tell you today, stop beating yourself up over it. Confess it to Jesus and realize that God wants you to move on with your life and to accept the things you cannot change. And there's no sin that any of us commit that the blood of Jesus is not sufficient to cleanse you and to make you whole, 
go on. You can't undo what's been done. You cry to God and ask for his forgiveness. God will forgive you. God will have mercy on you. And God wants you to live to the maximum of your potential. If I'm telling the truth, why don't you say amen? amen. Uh, he tempts you to be legalistic. Legalistic. You, women can't wear pants. Uh, can't wear makeup. I think makeup is okay. You know, some people, you can't play cards, you can't, can't play dominoes, you can't play this, you can't, play, I mean, all, well, what can you do? There's some churches, there are no drums, some churches, there are no, you, there's no praise dancing, you can't praise dance, you can't do this, you can't do that. Now, mind you, you can take anything to the extreme, but you can glorify God with these things as well without them crossing the line going over into entertainment. Uh, some of you, he tempt to, tempts you to yell and scream. Some of you, you habitual screamers. You'll scream at your husband, you'll scream at your wife, you'll scream at your children. You can just say, John, Johnny! Everything, I mean, calm down. <laughs> Will you please calm down? What does screaming accomplish? Nothing. Nothing. So, uh, he tempts you to avoid silence. Ooh, some of y'all are afraid of silence. You, you're afraid of having the TV off, the music off, and uh, you avoid silence because you're going to have to hear your own thoughts. Uh, you're going to have to hear God talk to you, tell you some things you don't want to hear about yourself. So you keep it noisy, and you keep it loud. You keep all the stuff going, and everything's beeping. You are in your element, and you think you all that. To avoid silence. I tell you today, listen, God is not going to yell at you. He speaks in a still, small voice. Some of you, he is tempted to commit suicide. If I were to ask you, uh, those of you who've actually contemplated suicide to raise your hands, the rest of us would go into shock. Literally. Because Satan is a devil and a liar and he comes to destroy the good, intelligent people, movie stars, wealthy folk, popular folk, folk you think have it all together. And you look at them, they have a, they're at the pinnacle of their career. And all of a sudden they jump off, jump off a building and just jump. And you're in shock, say, I can't believe my eyes. Suicide is an epidemic all over the place. I know pastors whose children have committed suicide. Epidemic proportions. Uh, he tempts you to remain ignorant with spiritual things. Don't open your Bible. Don't highlight. Don't underline. Don't use an asterisk. Now, when you're, in, when you're college, you type everything up. Everything, you, 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 you get the notes from somebody who was there. You do everything you possibly can. But you come to church, you sit there like you have perfect memory. Some of you, he tempts you to sleep in church. That's not, on, that's not on the list, but he tempts you to sleep in church. And you say, I'm praying. No, you're not praying, you sleep. <laughs> Some of you, he tempts you to hold on to your past. No good stuff, stuff that's detrimental, and rehearse it. Some of you, he tempts you to quit. You ever tempt you to quit something? And some of you have succumbed to it, and you regret it to this day had you stayed with it. Some of you to, to, to quit ministry, to walk away. 
Something you don't like, some the preacher said, somebody, whatever somebody said, or somebody look at you right now, a comment somebody made to you, and you quit. Well, you don't leave that way when you're in the military. You don't leave that way when you got 30 years and almost about to retire on that job. You don't just quit because a colleague hurt your feelings. You don't just go home and just throw away retirement. I don't want my retirement. That person made me bad. I'm going to sit home today. Come on, get up. But you get to get church, you, you, I'm not going to rush you anymore. I'm through. I'm gone. Bye. He tempts you to go over the speed limit. Have you, have you, how many of you have been tempted to go over the speed limit? Look at your hands. We can go up. Come on. Come on. Stop, stop playing game. How many of you have ever, how many of you actually gone over the speed limit? You, you broke the, okay. We, we, we've all sinned. We're in this together. Especially when we late. And we want the slow driver to move faster, and he's driving the speed limit, you late. It's your fault that you late, not the slow driver. He's driving 55. <laughs> Tempted to blame others. Every time you mess up, it's somebody else's fault. Oh, I was, I was born in, I was in the projects. I was... I did this, I stole a ham out of H-E-B because I never had a daddy. <laughs> Didn't know who my mama was. And we go on and on. It's everybody else's fault. I, I, uh, this happened to me because I'm black. Come on, get over yourself. No one can stop you but you. And stop playing the race card because you black. Yes, we have racism. I won't doubt that. It's going to be with us till we die. But racism didn't stop me from being where I am today. I succeeded in spite. Look, you can't blame racism. We've had a black man in the White House. Well, y'all say amen. You could be, he he was a black man in the White House. That's right. And with some white folk that voted for him. Y'all choke on that, but it's the truth. Obama had to have some help. He didn't just get there by himself. He didn't just magically appear up there. Stop blaming folk for, for, for your shortcomings. You blame yourself. What could I have done? How could I have disciplined myself? What was my thinking like? He tempts you to doubt yourself. You can't do that. You can't go to school. That's subject too hard for you. You've never done that before, to doubt yourself. Uh, not, he tempts you, listen, not to come to church or serve in ministry. He tempts you to stay home when it rains. I'm so glad you're here. It was a few sprinkles today out there, but it wasn't a flood. It, it wasn't a tornado. Some folks see a drop of rain, and they put their dress and suits up. It, it, it rained three drops. But you, I'm so glad you're here today. If you get to church, he tempts you not to serve in ministry. He tempts you not to come to prayer gathering, even though you're here today. When is the last time you've been to a prayer gathering? And you, with, with all the stuff that's happening, all the shootings, you mean to tell me with all the atrocities that's happening in our society, you can't come out one Wednesday a month and pray and cry out to God? If you're too busy to pray, you are too busy. Where are you on Wednesday nights? And some folk come to the house of God and don't come into prayer meeting. You, you, all over the church, but you're not in prayer. 
He tempts you not to tithe. If I tithe, I won't pay my house note. I won't be able to pay my electric bill. I won't be able to feed my children straight from the pits of hell. He tempts you not, look how quiet he got. He tempts you not to tithe. Uh, he, he you, know, you know what he does? He tempts you to text in church. To text in church, just text. Put the, put, put the oven on. Put the, uh, what you, what you want to eat when we get home? I'll I pick it up. I'll be there by, I'll be there by, I think Pastor Draper got three more points. <laughs> oh, I think he's about to, oh, oh, he just had a revelation. down in here texting. You all down. You're all everywhere. You got it. You got that thing down your thumbs can go in the pocket. You don't even have to see. You, you know those buttons. <laughs> uh, you know, he tempts you. You know what he else? Uh, he tempts you to move on the divine invitation to receive Christ. Unless you are in the decision ministry, coming forward to receive others who are coming to Christ, Satan will tempt you to get up and walk out when others are considered to walk forward. And when you're walking out, then they say, you know what, I think it's time to go too. And so they start thinking like you and they start walking toward, or thinking toward the door at least. Now, I know some people have to go to work and there are legitimate reasons. I, I realize that. If you know you just have to leave early for whatever reason, there are extenuating circumstances, and I do realize that, then sit toward the back. Sit toward the back on those particular Sundays that you know you have to leave early. So it's not to walk from here all the way back, and I'm, I'm making an appeal for people to come to Christ, and you're going that way, and I'm trying to say come this way. Y'all about to bump into each other. <laughs> We're tempted to steal God's glory, you know, take credit for what God has done. We're tempted to doubt God's word. That's a big one. That's how, that's how Eve got deceived. Uh, 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 Satan told Eve, has God indeed said? He got her to doubt the word of God and she ate and gave it to her husband, gave the fruit to her husband and they both plunged into sin, resulting in a whole human race falling into sin. Uh, he tempts you to live in uh, cohabitation, uh, living together and not married. I don't understand it. Somebody going to have to give me some counsel. I need counseling. I don't understand how y'all can get a house together, get an apartment together, live together, uh, have sex together, go grocery shopping together, bring the... Bring the uh, uh, Food, home, shopping, go on vacations together, and and won't get license. You get license for dogs. You get license to fish. You get license to hunt. Ladies, I submit to you today. Don't let that man disrespect you by doing what he wants to do with your body and don't even have license. Why is it quiet in here? <laughs> and some of y'all say, well, we ain't, we, we not doing nothing. She's in her bedroom and I'm, we just won't reduce rent. We don't want to pay the full rent. Ha ha. You're not fooling me. You red bloody man. You going to sneak around that corner by 1202. 
Don't fool me. 12 months out of a year, and you're going to stay on your side. <laughs> oh, God. I thought I was going to get past this. Then you know what? There are some unbelievers out here and some unbelievers listening by social media and some unbelievers who are uh, uh, back in the Spirit Center and you're looking at television and all these things. Satan is going to tempt unbelievers not to accept Christ as your personal Savior. You've come to the Lord's house. You've sat down. You've heard the word of God. And you know you heard truth. And instead of coming and receiving Christ and getting right with God, not knowing the day of your death, those, those people, children from five years old all the way to 61, they didn't have a clue. That was an upscale outlet mall. They were just having a normal day. And all of a sudden, they're gone. I wonder where they went. Did they go to heaven or did they go to hell? And did they even have a chance to cry out for salvation? I believe it happened so fast, they couldn't ask God to save them. What if that were you? Would you say, I am ready? You don't have to die like that. You can just lay down and die. Your heart can just stop beating. You can have a clean bill of health and not wake up. And you're going to sit there like you have a tomorrow? Why play those games with your eternal destiny? As you can see from this extensive list, and yet it's incomplete, all of us have yielded to temptation and we'll be tempted, especially when we are growing in Christ. As you grow in Christ, Satan's going to increase temptations in your life because he wants you to have a setback. He wants you to backslide. He wants you in regression. If we get too familiar with sin, then we will be desensitized to it and not realize that we are being tempted Finally, I give you one point, and this is all I'm going to have to go. I didn't even get to half of my message. I didn't get, I didn't get halfway through. So I'm going to give you one point, and then I'm going to leave you alone. How do believers overcome temptation? Just one point, and I'll, I'll take up next time. Bring some folk with you. Number one, beloved, you cannot overcome temptation while loving the world and the things in it. You cannot overcome temptation while loving the world and the things in it. 1 John chapter 2, verse 15 says, Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Don't love the world. Don't love yourself. Don't love your clothes. Don't love the cars. Don't love sports. It's all right to like golf. It's all right to like football and hockey and, and chess and fishing and hunting and all. It is absolutely fine, but just don't love it. You are destined to fall into temptation if you have a greater affection for the passing mundane pleasures of this world 
and the things in it rather than loving Christ with all of your heart, mind, soul, and strength. The greater your love for Christ, the greater your disdain you have for sin. When your life is increasing, when you love Christ more and more, the greater your disdain. You will begin to hate sin because of an increasing love for your Lord and Savior. So when you sin and you think a wrong thought or you have a wrong motive, it convicts you and you hate that you thought like that. You hate that you said what you said. When you cuss, you hate that you cussed. You actually hate, it bothers you. And that's a sign that you've been born again. That's a sign that, you, that you've been born again because it disturbs you because the Holy Spirit is convicting you of that sin so that you can confess it, cleanse it by the blood of Jesus so that you can be made whole again. And all God's children said, God bless you. God is all-knowing, all-powerful, and everywhere present. Nothing catches him by surprise. He is always ready, willing, and able to hear us, answer our prayers, and sustain us. When we call upon the Lord, Satan will flee, because he and his limited power can in no way stand in the presence of our power source. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much more. Maranatha Bible Church is located directly at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. If you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the Radio Broadcast Support Fund. Thank you very much for your generosity. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.